stand still. It's like I'm the last of the real. It's like I'm the last of the real. Okay, cool. Ready? Yeah, set. Cool. How you been, bro? I've been all right. Yeah. Like I said to you earlier, it's seeming like the end is nigh, but I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my head up. Do you know what I mean? The world is is a mad place to be right now. But last time I saw you, we made a short film together with Paddington Arts. It was that wasn't cool. the last time I saw you. Ash, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was the last time I saw you. It was. It was the first time I saw you. First and last time. But then I bumped into you recently as well. It was yeah, at an yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. was his place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we made Animalistic. Yeah, yeah. Where were you before then? Where was I? Mm, when I made when we made that, I was. How old was I at that time? How old was you at that time? Uh, I think like. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fourteen, maybe. Really? I was young. You was young then. Okay, maybe I yeah, was like yeah, yeah. I was like maybe seventeen, eighteen. And um before that period I was a, a quite a troubled young person, I got into a lot of trouble mm. growing up. Um didn't have an easy start in life. Grew up in care, got kicked out of school, got into trouble, hung around with the wrong people, all of that sort of thing. Um, but then when we made that short movie, that was part of a, obviously a course, um, like a funded course. But um, when we made that is when I was in my transition of, you know, wanting better for myself and wanting to change my life around. Um, that's sort of the period where I met you. Yeah. Did you find that online or did you did you go through someone to... Um... Someone reached out to me. I think it was through like a like a youth charity that I was involved in, something I was involved in, and they reached out to me like, oh, this might be something that's that would be good for you in terms of like, maybe you might want a, a career in media or something in the future and this might be able to help you. Mm. Um, and then kind of went from there, really. Okay. Because I saw you, um, it's funny because back then, because when you said you, you were a youth worker at one point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. In, that was sort of the beginning of where I started getting involved in some some sort of youth work mm. at that point um i had seen you on um what's it called news night yeah, yeah what was that about so the way i got into youth work was originally obviously like i said i went down the wrong path i got into a lot of trouble mm. but then i started volunteering for those same organizations that were helping me when i got into trouble um for instance like i you know the same youth offending team that that's a sort of probation for young people that i used to have to go to i then was volunteering for them i had access to my own files of a young person that had to go there stuff like that so yeah it started off through volunteering and i was i was doing work with like um home homelessness and raising awareness for homelessness that's another thing that i went through you know living in homeless hostels and mm. like that and then um yeah, the news night thing just came through me just being someone who was passionate about what I'd been through, making a difference, you know, believing in young people and, you know, talking about changing my life around and volunteering and stuff like that. And, you know, one thing led to another. And then, yeah, um, BBC Newsnight, I done Sky News. I was, I took part in a competition with the Sun newspaper as well, where um, basically I became a finalist in this competition, which was about, people speaking about things that they're passionate about and are speaking about you know giving young people who have been through hard times opportunities and then I ended up in a sun newspaper from sun newspaper then a mm -hmm. lot of media opportunities started opening for me 
Um, and then that's where the Newsnight thing came about. Um, but the guy I was on Newsnight with, Jeremy Pax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well big, known to be a tough person to be in the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. He must mean? have been nervous, man. He's a he's a legend in the game, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Someone who makes um, you know, MPs look like little children. You know, yeah, he doesn't yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. But one of the loveliest, you know, people I've met in sort of the media, such a nice guy. Behind the behind the scenes, behind the stage, he was, you know, such a nice guy. Did you have a conversation with him before, like getting on to Yeah, so I had a really good um conversation with him in the green room and funny enough, to this day, I'm thirty years old, yeah. Mm. He's the only person in my whole entire life that has ever guessed my cultural background just off off the back of, you know, me just saying my name. So I told him my name, my first name, Khalid, and my surname is an Irish surname. And he was like, oh, Khalid, oh, my surname. And then he was like, are you maybe like Pakistani and Irish? And I was like, how the hell did you guess that? Because my first name's Arabic. Yeah, yeah. That could be from any... Muslim country, do you know what I mean? Arab country, could be. I don't know how he guessed, but he guessed my background, and I was like, "Yeah, that is first and last time anyone's ever guessed my background." He looks intimidated. Say that again. He looks intimidated. He is intimidating. Yeah, he is intimidating. But when I was doing a few of these media things, mm. you know, you can only be intimidated if you don't know what you're talking about. Do you mm. know what I mean? When I was going up and I was doing these things, even now, you know, I mean, some people be intimidated, you know, even doing a podcast or having a mic in their face and a camera in their face, you know what I mean? But when you speak about things that you're passionate about or you care about, no one can't sway you or make you feel a way or make you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was certain media things I've done, like I've done Sky News and stuff like that, where they tried to be a bit harsh with me about certain like statistics of young people, this and that, you know, they tried to do like media spins mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when you're coming from a place of passion, can't no one make you feel away? Do you know what I mean? Um, I saw you with with two other people mm-hmm. on that um, in that interview. Yeah, yeah. And wh- who were they? I can't even remember. You know, it was yeah, a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. But because you looked, you looked so yeah. young in that yeah, video, yeah, yeah. and there were the two older people, and then you got the you got thingy as well. Yeah, I sort of became that, that sort of. Um, yeah, it was just like is he? You know, oh, we need a young, yeah, yeah, a young <laughs> ethnic person to to, to 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 fill in the gap to fill in the gap and. It's weird because for a period of two years, I sort of became that guy for a lot of things. And mm. I kept getting calls from like radio. I was on BBC Radio one minute. I was on this radio station, that radio station. Um, and a lot of this stuff was around the riots as well. Because when I started doing that stuff, it was just like just post riots. So a lot of people just like these media things. I became sort of a go-to person for opinions and stuff to do with young people and the riots. Um, but yeah, often it would be me and then couple of older people and usually they would put me with people that disagree with my opinions you know mm-hmm. what i mean so if they were getting me to speak about something to do with the riots there would be me who's talking about um what a lot of young people have been through to lead them to being in the position of wanting to get involved in the riots mm-hmm. but then they would put some very conservative uh opinion people on there who have totally different um opinions in terms of like lock them up they're savages da, 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 da. you know what i mean so often a lot of the times in the media, they like to do that. They like to put contrast and opinions together. Mm. So I was there as the as the as the young person who, you know, is talking about from young person's view, did, and then they were the opposite. Did you get any backlash from it? Um, not backlash, but you know, I had a few debates. For instance, like I said, when I done a few rave, uh, radio stuff, yeah, yeah. um, I had sometimes people trying to argue with me on radio. You know what I mean? And these times I'm like, oh, you're re- you're like really young at that exactly. time. Exactly. So yeah. how? But you you were new to all of this at a really young age. Yeah, yeah. I so was new to it, but at the same time, 
you know no I've, media training no media training at all you just they you just walked in like i just walked in as someone who's passionate do you know what i mean um mm. and that's what was it like when you're speaking about something that you you know you're passionate and the thing about me as well yeah a lot of people aren't happy to be proven wrong like i'm happy to be proven wrong if you show me an opinion that is against my opinion but i feel like oh you know what they've got a point i would admit it. i ain't got too much pride to be to have my views changed you know what i mean mm. so i'll go in with that opinion if you said something that you know i'm not just out of pride gonna be stuck in my opinion if you've said something that contradicts what i'm saying and i believe it you know what i mean so when you go in like that you know you're not gonna have much of a problem because if i was wrong i'd admit it. Mm. and if you've got a point i'll i'll, I'll say oh, okay cool you got a point do you know what i mean so i'm not stubborn like that just um obviously if you're comfortable talking about it yeah, yeah. but back then before mm -hmm. you um before the media mm -hmm. during your hard times yeah, yeah what like what what was the impact and what was the thing that started it the whole um going through that troubled life um so personally i grew up in care yeah. um you know i'm an open book with a lot of things as long as people don't you know um use certain things against you in a bad way you know what i mean like mm -hmm. so again being an open book my mom passed away when i was very young mm -hmm. i was two years old um and then i went into the care system mm -hmm. i lived with multiple different families and um i didn't have much structure in my life i grew up in you know very rough areas estates in you know my part of northwest london and yeah like I didn't choose to be someone that wanted to go down that path. It wasn't glamorized for me. I literally had no structure. You know, I was getting brought from family to family. Um, and yeah, I was out on the streets, you mm -hmm. know, around the wrong people in rough areas. But go, going violence. from going from family to family, yeah, yeah. did they, did they like ever try and maybe give you some advice or some structure into leading on to a better path? people would but you gotta remember like within foster care a lot of time you only would people for certain periods so it's mm. like um there's no stability and when there's no stability it's like you don't even fear consequence you know what i mean like if mm. you grow up with a mom and dad yeah and you go out and you do some badness like oh i'm gonna go home and they're gonna be upset with me and you know you've got to live with them you've mm. got to, that's gonna be your parents for life so consequences of might be for life do you know what i mean but when i'm with one family for a few months and then one family for a year and then I didn't really fear what they were going to tell me. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really have a fear for what they were going to say to me because I was like, I could be with you one day and then one minute I could just get put in a car and then I'm going to the next family. Oh, this is your new mum and dad. Do you know what I mean? So I didn't really care. I was just out there. Nobody could kind of handle me in that sense. You, you, you didn't care moving, going from family to family? Were, were you were just, you had like some sort of hope or like... I mean, it, it, it did have a lot of, of you know... In hindsight, as you grow older, you realize how much stuff impacted you as a yeah, yeah, as an adult. Mm. But you don't realize it as much when you're when you're young. It just you, you become desensitized. It becomes normalized to you. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not having a family was normalized to me. Being put in a car and taken to a fa to a house and then getting told this is your new mom and dad that become normalized to me. Stuff that yeah, yeah, yeah. that must have been like weird, a blur know? to you. Yeah, exactly. That's so yeah. strange. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to. By the way, I know that <laughs> no, no, no. Your, your 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 podcasts normally seem a bit humorous to me. No, no, no. We've had some no. Straight. We've oh, okay, cool, cool. We've had some serious ones. Oh, okay, we've cool, had cool. some very serious ones too, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to switch up, man. It's not everyday laughing. Some yeah. some people's faces. Sometimes you maybe have a serious conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've had that comment as well. Someone's like, someone said they reminded me of someone from uh, 
like the, you know the podcast with Kanye West that came out recently. So Drink Champs. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Someone told me that they remind me of one of the guys at Drink Champs because okay. anything anything that Kanye West says, mm-hmm. he would just burst out laughing. Oh, okay. Do I? Man. <laughs> can you can you, ed- can you edit in that guy's photo? Yeah, yeah. A little comparison, a little side by side. Because you know when Kanye went, because because he the guy that laughs at everything from Drink Champs, he's he um he interviewed what's his name, Big Sean. Because Kanye West said he's like my worst, my biggest regret in the industry is signing Big Sean, and the guy, and the guy just burst out laughing. So now that drink mm. champs now interview Big Sean, mm-hmm. and he's like, I just want to cover things up clearly. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I didn't mean to laugh like that. I just, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I tried to play it cool. I didn't really understand what Kanye was trying to say. I thought he was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the light skin guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. It's probably the only white guy that's there, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's. I feel like he's half enough. I feel like he's from somewhere. He's got in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame them to be fair. Like, Kanye is a very hard person to understand. Like, is he being serious? Is he, is yeah, he making yeah, a joke? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, how would you feel interviewing a Kanye? Do you know what I mean? I can't lie to you. The way he is in the industry, so I f- I'll be very intimidated. Yeah, exactly. He's a very hard person to understand. Like, you won't know, is he, is he like, is he, is he being very serious with you? Is he making banter? Is it both? Is it, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. he's a, but at the same time, it's like, Kanye is a very, um, conflicting person for me like i feel like he's a genius mm. but at the same time he's like he's so genius that sometimes he can slip in stuff that's not genius that people think is genius just because he is a genius do you know what i mean like i think his shoes are ugly as hell you know what i mean <laughs> but he's such a genius he's such a genius that they're like he's a maverick like he could he could like he could bring out like i don't know like a piece of cloth that you wrap around your foot yeah and because of the level of where people see him as, it's oh, he's a maverick. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at him. But one thing know? that's not genius though, he he bought a house today uh, across, I, I across the road that. from Kim K's house. I read that. That's a bit. <laughs> but I was gonna be speaking for his fucking like. That's a bit stalkerish. I'm not gonna lie. But there you go. It's like on one end he's like this 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 maverick, this genius. But then he's human, and mm. he's got. You make mistakes, you know. what I mean, at the same time, you got to remember there's mental health issues there as well. That's yeah, 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 so it's yeah, like. Yeah. Some of the things that people might see as genius are mental health. Some of the things that people see as mental health are genius, and it's, it's a mm. weird, conflicting thing. Do you know what I mean? Was there anyone you look up to? Me? Yeah, before going into the whole the media industry. Would you say in terms of like personal or like media? Personal, both media. Um, anyone you're like, do you know what? I want to be that. I want to. I want to follow that route. Okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. So for me, when I was younger, and when I was doing a lot of badness. I never saw good in myself. Like I saw myself as not worthy as a as a as a as a as a, as a road you as a you know what I mean not mm. worth anything. And I didn't see good in myself. And through the trauma and the stuff that I've been through, I was you know I was kind of like I had like an f the world mentality. Mm. And um, one of my sister's friends' dads, he ran a charity, and he was just one of the purest, most good-hearted people I've ever met in my life who never saw bad in anyone. You know, he knew all the young people in the area that were involved in the worst stuff. People who just got out of prison. People, and he saw, good, he was such one of the most purest hearted people. Mm. He ran a charity. And um, these times I was out doing madness, hanging around with what you can call a gang, whatever you want to call it. And this guy had me come into his house 
volunteering for his charity, like doing the maddest stuff, like cleaning chairs and, you know, picking weeds, like because he's got a charity mm. event and stuff like that. But these times I was going out and doing madness and getting into fights at the same time. But it was just like that person he could only get me to do these things because he was yeah, like the yeah, most yeah. purest hearted mm. person. And he only saw good in me and he always believed in me. And he was like, you know, um, you know, not to go into too much detail, but yeah. when I go into a lot of trouble as well, he is part of the reason why I didn't go to prison. Like I was borderline going to go to prison. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. into, involved in a lot, like in terms of um, trouble with the police. And one time I had a big case. It was to do with, you know, getting into fights and stuff. And, and he written me a letter to go to court and the, the judge read it out and said, this is the reason why I'm not giving you a custodial, custodial sentence. Um, and that man, you know, rest in peace, he passed away. And it was just like, after that, it was, I just wanted to prove to him mm-hmm. that what he saw in me was right. You understand? Because I didn't see good in myself. He saw good in me. And then when he passed away, it was like, I'm going to prove you right. You know what I mean? That is a man I looked up to. Um, Damn. And this is one thing I would say to people is like, try and see good in people, even when they don't see good in themselves. Because like the saying goes, isn't it? Hurt people, hurt people. You know what I mean? I work with young people and a lot of the young people I work with, they're coming from very traumatizing situations, same as what I did. Mm-hmm. And it's it's mad how much people don't get praised for the good. They always get told for the bad. Oh, you you know, they go to the police station, they get told for the bad. When they're getting in trouble in school, they get told for the bad. You know what I mean? So, so, like, you're always getting told about the badness you do, but when you do a little good thing, you're not getting no praise. You know what I mean? So I always try and bring out the good in people and the amount of change that I've seen through doing that, mm. that's a man that I look up to. Um, if you want to talk about media, something that someone that I grew up um, listening to and watching who's a very complicated person, similar to, like, a Kanye or someone, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't understand him as well as I do because I've read his books, watched his movies, listened to his music read his poems with ro- Tupac okay okay <laughs> he's about to make a guess there yeah, I was about to make a guess yeah, yeah, yeah. who did you think who did you think I said poems bro not yeah, many people do poems movies yeah, 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 books yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything do you know what I mean no, I was gonna say way but maybe like someone like Biggie maybe or oh okay yeah nah, so um, yeah for me it was Tupac and mm. the thing about Tupac that I always related to is he had he was true to however he was feeling at the time he's mm. got songs that are like you know F the world fuck life songs and sometimes i feel f the world fuck life that's how i f- back then do you know what i mean mm. um but he's also got your dear mamas and your and your keep your head ups and your do you know what i mean yeah, them yeah, type yeah. of things and y- you know as a person sometimes you need a bit you need a bit of both you know what i mean so whatever mood i could feel at the time i can put on a two-pack song and it can and it can hit me and it can relate to me um and he was a very intelligent man and and, and he had a very good heart he was all about you know um bringing up community and giving back and, you know, um, people who have grown up in, you know, poverty and stuff like that. If you mm. watch some of his interviews, the man was a genius, bro, like, to me. So that's a man in the media that I looked up to. Are you still working with youth? So, yeah, at the moment I work with young people, like high-risk, specifically high-risk young people in um, semi-independent homes. So they're young people that mm. are on the transition to becoming independent. So they've, they've usually left care but they're still, you know, involved in a lot in terms yeah. of like maybe crime or self-harm or, um, you know, a lot of things that are considered uh, to make a person, a young person high risk. But at the same time, it's like trying to prepare them for being independent. Um, 
So that's my full time job at the moment. Are you you learn you learn to share some details about it or no? Um, obviously, I can't give names. I can't. No, 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 no names yeah, or addresses yeah. or anything yeah, like yeah, that. No, no, but course, but I just mean like details yeah. of like like yeah. is there is there uh, like a kid who's just come like the worst kid within that realm who's like we, 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 where their story has like shocked you completely. I mean, I can't go into specifics, but you know, on a general sense, you know, I've dealt with young people that have been um, sexually abused. You know, very deep things. Um, young people who have you know seen their parents be killed i've dealt with young people who um you know have grown up in countries where so a lot of young people i've uh, i work with some of them are um asylum seekers and stuff like that they grew up in countries where they've you know war-torn countries where they've seen their family be murdered in front of them like there's really 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 dark stories and 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 the thing about the young people that I work with is like, before you get a young person that you work with, you get um, you get given a bit of their background, stuff that they've been through, and stuff that they've done as well. Um, you know, and the majority of the young people that I work with, they've had you know, like I said, very very dark things that they've been through. But a majority of them have gone from home to home, um, secure unit to secure unit, prison to prison, this to that, and you know, a lot of them have fought against authority or fought against youth workers or social workers and stuff like that. I've never had a problem with one young person that I've ever worked with against me ever because even no matter what they've done, no matter what they've been through, the way that I take them is upon, you know, I always show them the same respect and I show them that I'm here because I care. I'm not in it for the money. You know what I mean? If I was in it for the money, I'd be in another job. Um, and there's other stuff that I do on the side that... You know, yeah. that gets me the money. I'm in this because I care. And even, you know, God willing, when one day I'm a millionaire, I'll still go back and, you know, do things like this and maybe run my own organisation. But the thing that separates me from a lot of other people within sometimes the industry is that they these young people know that I'm there because I care. Like, I genuinely want to see them do well. And I've been through similar. There's not, there's not much in this world that I haven't experienced myself or haven't seen someone directly close to me experience. So... It's coming from a place of experience and and empathy, you know what I mean, and care. So yeah. During the time, so with these kids when you started, mm-hmm. have you seen progression with them? One hundred percent. Yeah. And like, let me give you an example as well. Um, when I first started youth work, on a more voluntary basis, I wasn't getting paid back. Then. Mm. When I was like seventeen, eighteen, and I started volunteering with like in like youth centers and stuff like that. There's a young person I worked with in a youth center who. His family within his area was notorious. All been to prison, all the guys that you don't want to mess with. Um, all the brothers that were known as, you know, the worst guys in the area, you don't mess with them. And he sort of had this reputation to uphold and he was known within the area. You don't mess with this guy, yeah? Mm. This young person. And funny enough, he was only a couple of years younger than me at the time because I was young and I was volunteering. So I was like 17, 18, he was only 16-ish, you know what I mean? He's a couple of years younger than me. When I first started working with him, you know, he was involved in the most. And like I said, seen as this guy and that. Da, da, da. And I worked with him on a few projects after that. And um, we just used to have really deep conversations about life. And, you know, and he showed me a side to him that the people in his area didn't know. To them, he was like, this crazy guy you don't mess with. Mm. To me, he showed me his vulnerability. It's, it's what he's been through, you know, the that 
the fact that this person that he's um, tr- trying to portray is a facade is for this reputation that he needs to uphold. Da, 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 da. Anyway, we had deep conversation, da, 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 and I saw so much progress within the time that I worked with him within this youth club and these projects. And then I bumped into him about four or five years after, and he was a youth worker working with young people just as I was. He was doing a similar no job way. that I was doing with him at that time. Mm. And I'm telling you, this guy was seen as one of the worst out of the bunch. You know what I he mean? looked up to you. And he said to me, and he came up to me and he said, you're one of the reasons, you're one of the main reasons that I've got into this industry. You know what I mean? Like That I'm working with young people and that I didn't go down that path. And that to me was just one of those things where it's just like, it, it spurred me on so mm. much more. Because... You know, you don't do these things for the praise. You don't do these things for, you know, the for awards or for claps or for anything. And sometimes you don't get to even see the difference that you make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but the impact that you have, sometimes you may not ever see, or sometimes you may see years later, or it might not even impact them until a long later. Like I may deal with a young person. I may work with a young person now that's 16 and he's getting into all sorts of madness and, da, 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 and I'm trying to get through and then I feel like it's a lost cause because he's gone to prison and I might see him in 10 years and he may say to me oh, I did go to prison I did this I did that but one day I was sitting in my cell and, and it clicked and then something you said to me hit me then so you never know in life you know what I mean no one's a lost cause nothing's a lost cause yeah, yeah. and you know your impact you may not ever see it or it may come 10 years people sometimes yeah. don't even realise they have time as well like mm-hmm. there's always always time to change 100% 100% um you know, some people, unfortunately, are 40, 50 and they're sitting in a prison cell or they're, you know, on certain serious drugs or they're, do you know what I mean? In certain mm. very deep situations and then they change. Some people change overnight. It's, it's it's not, you know what I mean? People's timelines are different. People's lifelines are different. And, you know, no one's a lost cause. And that's that's one thing I always try to remember. Do you know, what, do you know what's so crazy as well is that sometimes like when rappers or just people in general go to prison, mm-hmm. they always come out converting to Islam. I would say, well, not just Islam. Not yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people they find solace within mm. faith because they're in a situation where that's all that they've got in them situations. You know mm. what I mean? And a lot of the time, when people go to prison, you know, I've you know, unfortunately, I've got a lot of close friends that are that are incarcerated. Um, people I knew when I was younger that are incarcerated. And one thing I've realized is a lot of the time, the only time that they've ever got to sit down and think is when they finally end up in prison. Mm. It's the only time that they've ever sat down and read a book. It's the only time that they've ever sat down and really deeped life because they're so caught up in all of the madness. There's just so much chaos. So much chaos. Yeah, yeah. And then they finally sit down and, like you said, some turn to religion. Some finally, you know, study something that they've always wanted to study. Some, you know, um, you know, become spiritual. Some, you know what I mean? So for a lot of people, it, it... it sort of grounds them and it, and it gives them that opportunity to really, you know, all you've got is time to think, mm. you know what I mean? You're stuck in a box or you've got time to think, you know what I mean? Um, so for a lot of people, they find something, you know what I mean? I've got, you know, one of my good friends that I grew up with that was like an older brother to me. Um, he'd done a long time in prison He and he had never, he never had no qualifications. But while he was in prison, he'd done an electrician course. He came out within a year he was running his own electrician company, That's making crazy. over six figures, and he had people working underneath him. And a lot of those people were he, he started employing people that have been through the prison system and stuff like that. 
Um, wow, good on him, man. There you go. So there's a lot of stories. That yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously, I've, I've I've never been to prison, mm-hmm. but like, how, like, do they actually give out courses? <laughs> obviously, I ain't ever been to prison, but like, how? Do you <laughs> I mean, you look like you know, I'll it Um, I bet. Do you yes, know what it is? I bet you. <laughs> but I bet you 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 catch people that look like me in prison, in it. You catch people who look like everything. You yeah, know what I mean, you like. What I'm missing people is a from, teardrop. People from all walks of life, people from, you know, the the, the, the crimes can range, you know what I mean? And, mm. you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of, like, mental health. There's a lot There's a lot of reasons why people end up in prison. And then you got to see what, what they call, I think in America they call it white-collar crimes. I'm not sure what they would call it here, but that's, like, stuff that, you know, you're, 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 even a businessman in a suit gets involved in certain stuff, like fraud and, you know what I mean, God knows what, so... People can look like anything and end up in prison, um, but yeah, in terms of courses and stuff, obviously it depends on what prison you're in, what they specialize Is in. Is it? Um, there's prisons that have music studios. There's prisons that have cheese um, practical carpentry or practical mechanical no. practical this. Mm. You know, you can do anything. Like you, you know. No wonder sometimes rappers come out of prison and they drop bangers. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was, no, funny wait. Enough, I was a, <laughs> funny enough, I was reading a story about that. No, was it, no, I was watching. A, there's a Vice. Um, there's a short Vice. It's only like three minutes. I watched that today. Funny enough, you bring that story up, but um, I was watching this short uh, Vice clip where they're talking about how Vibes Cartel, you know, has still been daily dropping tunes within prison. You know, I mean, he's been in prison a long time. People don't realize, but you know, what did he do? Why daily. is he in prison? It's, it's, it's murder. He's linked to murder, isn't it? Um, ah conspiracy to murder or something like that but um you know the guy is still the king of a genre how are you still the king of a genre you've been in prison for about 10 years that is that's crazy do you know what i mean but that's down to his Mm-mm. his musicality you know what i mean i'm not going to speculate on whether he done but he's that. aware that his fan base is I mean, keeping him going in prison though like he's oh, he, he must, must know, know. yeah he yeah, yeah. Know. And, and and there's probably people what? that uh, come within that prison that are fanning fans of his standing outside his cell like you know, yo drop another one exactly but he's you know, it's like saying, you know, imagine imagine a, 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 a king or queen of another genre mm. in in prison. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's to that level. Like, he's yeah, the yeah, king yeah, of yeah. dancehall. It's like saying, yeah. you know, Beyonce in prison. Do you know what I mean? It's like, she's the queen of her genre. He's the king of that. He's the king of dancehall. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's crazy that, you know, but it's a very sad thing for someone like that with that much opportunity to end up in that position. But... You know, you make your decisions in life, and huh, you know if he did it, he deserves to be there. I guess. Do like, you find it strange how people look up to him though? If he's like linked, link, actually linked with a to a murder, do you feel like? I think it's weird because I think it's with, not good for your soul. I think with him, with stuff like that, it's weird. Sometimes I think people can separate mm. um, the crime from the person. So, even though it's murder, I feel like people separate him from that. They don't consider him as a murderer or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't even believe that, you know, he's guilty of it. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. I haven't looked into the evidence. I don't know. Mm-mm. This still may be corrupt. Um, but there's certain things where you, sh- I guess you shouldn't even separate the person from the crime. And, that's, you know, let's not go into the R. <laughs> Kelly's and that. You know what I mean? But someone like him, you know, he, he, he deserves for him to be associated with the crime because even if the mad thing about someone like that, is some of his songs were talking about 
you know, well, along the line, when you listen in hindsight, if you listen to an R. Kelly song in, in hindsight, you realise that a lot of his themes were along the lines of the stuff that he was involved in. But nobody knew that, though. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, people did. And it's weird because he got away with it for so long, even though people, there was still talks of it. There was, yeah, it, just, yeah. it wasn't in the forefront, you know what I mean? I've literally gone on my Spotify and, you know, there's an option on Spotify to say, don't play this artist. So even like if you're, no even if it's playing like a, um, let's say you go into a playlist and he's on there mm. and it's and it's playing random songs, it, it, it won't even, it won't let it play this artist. I've got a couple artists on my don't play this artist still. I'm not like, when I can confirm that you definitely yes. are, in, mm. when it, when in within my head, it seems like, yeah, you definitely were, you know what I mean? If I'm leaning towards the guilty, then you're going on my don't play this artist. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not going to lie, one of my conflicted ones is MJ, you know what I mean? Conflicted everyone everyone is still very on the fence about that I'm one. Very on the fence with him. Very on the fence with him. Because if he and what's so mad is that if he if he if he is guilty, to me it's like burning the hell. You know what I mean? Because if he's you're the guilty, king. burning yeah, yeah. the hell. Like if you're guilty, I don't want to ever hear you in my ears, but I'm so conflicted whether I think he's guilty or not. And funny enough, I watched a documentary on him recently that was um there's this Was it the Channel 4 one? No, no, no. It's um The Channel, it 4, might one have been is, on Channel 4. The Channel 4 one is No, fuck. it might have been on Channel No, no, no. It wasn't that one. I've seen that one as well. But I watched this thing called it's called Faking It and they read people's body language. So they've got um I think the McCann's on there. Mm. They've got that 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 devil that is Jimmy Savile, you know what I mean? Confirmed nasty guy who should burn in hell. Um, and then yeah There was one where They're breaking down Michael Jackson's body language And a lot of the time They're saying that He's telling the truth But The way that the, the perspective That they've came from With him Is that he believes himself A lot of the time So you see When you're telling the truth Sometimes You may No You may not necessarily Be telling the truth But You believe yourself Do you understand So it's like me saying um, So that has an impact On his posture And the way on he's his, saying, On his body language yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah 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 so in his head, he's telling the truth. But at any point his in that documentary, okay. but at any point in that documentary, did they mm. were they like actually no? See if you see his movement here is a bit some sus. bits. But there you go. It's very, even that was fifty feet. I watched that documentary hoping that I can finally be like, yo, do I not ever finally have come guy? to an answer? This is the oh, because I'm a very like I'm a very like scientific like assess like yep. a logical person like stuff something needs to make sense to me i'm not just gonna believe something just because you hear say or blah, blah, blah. so when i watched that i was like okay cool these are experts within their fields they're gonna break down someone's body language and they're gonna tell whether this person is lying or not this is gonna solve it for me i'm i'm gonna know whether i cancel this person or not and it done the exact same it left me in the same position than before because half of them were like you know he's telling the truth here, 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 here. and then like oh he's a bit uncomfortable here and i'm like that doesn't help me. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in the Channel 4 one, at the very end of the documentary, they saw, you know, that red jacket he wears in, uh, what's that music video called? Thriller. Thriller. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. The One of the victims actually mm-hmm. burns it. It was gifted from MJ to him. Yeah. yeah. And he burns it on live TV. Mm-hmm. I think to me, I thought that was like enough to actually even know that he. What does that do? What I mean? What I don't know. I don't, I don't. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that jacket is worth millions. He could have just sold it, you know? Oh, okay, I don't think I saw that actually. Yeah, yeah, it's like, saw, it, so there's two parts. I, f- I saw part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but th- but this footage was during the credits. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I when that. I was like, damn. Even the gloves gone. Everything gone. 
but real thing. The real thing burned in front of life. Yeah, that's gone. Crazy. Okay, that says something to me. There you go. That's like, that's something to me. You like know, I said it, earlier, I said if, if you know, yeah, if yeah, I have yeah, an yeah, opinion, yeah. if someone presents something to me that makes sense, I'm like, yeah. that's gonna lead me towards the guilty. But then again, someone might turn around and be like, that was just a replica of a jacket. You know, you never know. Again, there again, fuck sick. Fuck's sake. Is that, is that, do you know what it feels like? Do you know what, like, for instance, someone like MJ feels like? It feels like the. Uh, it's funny enough, it sounds similar. I've never realized that. OJ. <laughs> OJ, MJ. You know what I mean? OJ is such a conflicting thing as well. You know what I mean? Guilty, not guilty, guilty. You know what I mean? Like, people are still talking about OJ to this day. To this, to this day. And people day. Are I, I haven't watched a lot, but the thing that for me was the kind of killer on the. On, on the on the not guilty aspect was that with that glove situation, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did it shrink? I don't. I don't know. Oh, the US flipping the law. Yeah, the, 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 the judicial system is fucked. But when you say US, it's like the thing about when you say US judiciary system. What part? You know what I mean? They yeah, got 50 yeah, yeah. Whatever states, each state has different systems, different laws, different. Some places in America, yeah, so backwards. I watch a documentary. Recently. So backwards. Like, I watch a documentary recently, and this is very messed up, is that someone in America can sexually assault a minor, you know, rape. You know, it's not sex. You can rape a minor, yeah, have a child with them, take them across to another border, marry them in, I forgot where it is. It's one of these backwards, like, down south places marry them and then because they've married them it's, they they are not punishable by the law because within that state if you marry the person then you you're, you're it's not punishable like it's your you're, you're technically not considered as a pedophile like, america That's is so a backwards. weird place do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like, yeah. there's some places in america where the laws oh. are just don't make sense and it's down to what part of america what their mentality are is there and yeah What's that documentary called? What did I watch it on? I can't remember. It was, it, was a, it was a couple of months ago. But you could probably search. I think it was like a, a BBC iPlayer thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, America's just, it, it, America is a mad place. I see America, you know, like when people made that joke, like it's, it's, it's like a human experiment. Do you know what I mean? Like what happens if you give people too much of this or too much freedom or too much guns or too much of this? Uh, you know what I mean? America is yeah, the, like. They're like, um, what do you call them? It's like clients to experiment with or like just yeah random yeah you know and what do, what what does humanity do with this you know what i mean yeah 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 with this law or with I, this and americans the guns or yeah this, yeah do you know what i mean because it's like humans are humans isn't it you know what i mean it's like are humans here on aliens to america but what makes it difference is like What's societal norms? What's the laws? What's the da 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 da? It's like here we have a very very high knife rate. If we had legal guns here, we'd probably have a very very high gun rate. Do you understand? Because it's like in America they say there's something crazy. Like I don't know, I, I might my statistics may be off here, but like a like hundred mm. guns to each person. Do you know what I mean? Something yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Imagine that in London, like guns are illegal here completely, except for I think it's um, uh, rifles. And shotguns, but you have to have a license. It's very strict. And but for prison guns. sentence is higher if you if you carry a knife. That's what I heard. Prison sentence, sorry, is higher. Is 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 higher if the person's carrying a knife. 
in the UK. What do you mean then in America? So so let's say in the no 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 just in general the mm -hmm. UK if you if you're carrying a knife let's say you get five years if carrying a gun it's four years. No no no. That's, that's what that's, I heard. That's, that's I could correct me if I'm wrong. You've heard wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, a yeah. six month minimum with a knife. Um, yeah. And six month minimum. Six, six months is the minimum sentence in with, oh for carrying a knife. That's nothing that's, though. I think that's a specific age as well, and down, depending on like the case and stuff like that. Because I've dealt with young people that have been caught, and it's like it's their first offense, and yeah, it's like yeah. they've been given an opportunity. But I think it's when you're an adult, it's a six, six month is usually the term. Um, that doesn't sound like a lot to me. But then guns is guns is five years, so guns is a lot higher, and I guess that probably helps us in terms of mm. why the gun rate isn't, you know, as bad as America. But I think that's one thing that's changed over the years as well. When I was younger, uh, gun crime was quite bad; it seemed to be a lot higher. Knife crime was a lot lower. Now gun crime seems to be reducing, but knife crime seems to be going up. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the whether the law or sentencing has had an impact on that, or whether it's just like, like culture within itself. Do you know what I mean? Whether knife culture has become more of a epidemic without the sentencing being an impact, or yeah, that's that's something that I find yeah that that might be an interesting thing to to research because I I definitely think yeah, gun crime has gone down, knife crime has gone up. Uh, I heard it in school. When, yeah. when they spoke about it, I think that's yeah, why. Yeah, because yeah. that was years ago, like when I was in year seven. That's yeah, when yeah. I heard that. Uh, I think I think sentencing might be a, a big part of that actually. Yeah, because when I was younger, I think gun crime was a lot. The the sentencing probably was a lot looser because mm. like gun crime was very bad when I was younger, um, and then knife crime wasn't as bad as it is now. But now, you know, some of the stuff that you're seeing is crazy. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, people carrying zombie knives as long as their leg and it's like it's 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 crazy and like here's is is another little, little little personal story but no word of a lie within the th within the past three months i have been in three situations where i've seen uh someone i don't even know pull out a knife and i've got involved and you know tried to calm situations and luckily not lost my life and you know what i mean um when was this Within the past three months, has happened a few times. I, I, oh, what, what the, the youth, at the youth center? No, just out the, in public. Really, out in public, like in the oh. area, in my area, around my local area. I see one situation where um, a, a, a guy in a shop was arguing with someone. He took out a machete, and I tried to calm him down. But then his friends came in, and um, no, not a machete. Sorry, a meat cleaver. Took out a meat cleaver while he was arguing with someone. Um, I tried to calm him down, but lucky his friends came out and they dragged him away, and he put that away. Got into an saw another situation where, um, without going into too much details, but a, a, a man was arguing with his his, his girlfriend. Um, sorry, not even arguing. He was, I think, torturing his girlfriend at a time within within a house. I heard commotion. Uh, she come running out. I tried to help her. He come running out with a knife, tried to stab her. I stopped him. He tried to stab me. Um, tried to stab me a few times. And then luckily, you know, um, neither of us ended up getting stabbed in that situation. Um, and then police came out of nowhere and tasers, boom, boom, boom. Stopped that situation. That was one situation. And there was another situation where an, a, a young man of the age of a, probably about 18, 19 was getting chased by a grown man with a knife. And then I... 
he ran into a shop and then I tried to stop the guy with the knife and eventually he threw the knife. Like I've seen a lot of situations yeah, where yeah, knives yeah. are just becoming yeah. so normalized. My my little brother, he's fifteen, his his one of his friends from school's dad was recently killed over a silly argument in a bus. Like there was arguing with some guy on a bus. The guy pulled a knife out, killed my, my little brother's friend. Uh, my little brother's friend's dad. Like, and I'm hearing stories like this every day. It's crazy. That's mad. Like, the, 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 like knife culture is becoming way too normalised now to carry a knife. Um, I God forbid, you know, because I've never seen these situ- situations. You've seen like, those type of situations. I have, I've, I've not. I've seen it way too much. I have not seen. Way too much. I've seen that. This is the past three months. I'm not talking about stuff from way before. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. All of these situations this is like, are recent. Sounds like flipping Chicago, you know I mean? Detroit right now. Like, would like that what with knives? Do you know what I mean? Fuck. Like, look at a sad situation that happened. Like, tragic situation that happened. What was it? Brentford or something like that, where um, a man argued with. I think it was like an elderly lady or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was mental health or something. He stabbed the elderly lady and a, and a young hero. You know, I forgot, I, I I don't remember his name, but, you know, God bless him, he's an angel, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, may he rest in peace, jumped in and protected the old lady and got got stabbed to death. It was only like um, a, month or, a month or two ago, um, where this young man just, you know, stepped in and, and lost his own life while protecting someone, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a crazy time. That's true, that's it's too, a crazy that's time in, in, in many aspects, you know what I mean? It's a crazy yeah, time yeah. to be alive mm. in many aspects. Oh, do you know what? We're going to say off camera? Cool. Off camera, we were discussing. Um, we're talking about cameras. We started off talking about cameras, but funny enough, when I met you, um, one of my friends had a camera. So we were doing that short movie. One of my <gasps> friends had a camera. Do you remember what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we had a camera. We were on. Yeah. Don't say names. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll bleep that out. I'll bleep that out. I'll fucking scream that. I'll bleep out. I'll bleep out. I'll bleep out. He doesn't like me. You know what I mean? He's a private person, but. Are you in touch with him? He's one of my best friends. Yeah. <gasps> He's one of my best friends from, from we were children. I actually yeah. bumped into him mm. about a year or two ago in uh, Wembley Outlet. Mm. And I asked him then, like, bro, like, what happened to your camera, man? Did you ever find it? He goes, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> so that was a crazy situation. That was a £700 camera. You can remember we were young them days. He, he put was a lot a, into that. 700 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he literally, I think he only had it down for like, a couple minutes while we were filming and stuff and it was with everybody's stuff and he went back and his camera was gone like that but how how could that we were the only ones that were just there do you know what i mean listen like it's it's it's, it's a crazy world some of these people that do these things you know what i mean and, I'm, and i don't like to generalize but a lot of the time they're they're, they're they're people that are on drugs you know what i mean yeah 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 they're they're professionals with this stuff like they'll they'll be in and out within seconds fuck that like, yeah and I've seen this stuff. I've seen these people in motion. Do you know what I mean? I've seen, you know, I, I live in an area where there's a lot of, you know, crime and violence and a lot of it's drug fueled. And when these, the, 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 the people that are on serious drugs do things, mm. they, you know, you may think that because of the drugs, they're not on point, but they very much know what they're doing. You know what I mean? They're yeah, quick yeah. in and out. They know exactly yeah, what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. It's how they get away with it for so long. But, you know, funny enough, let me, here's another funny story. I've, I've, um, one time I, f- I was, I think I came back from work or something and I was tired and I, and, I, and I was in my car. This was in the summer and I leant back in my car, like put my seat right back because I was tired. Yeah. 
and I hadn't got like exactly home yet, but I was I was I was near, and um, I fell asleep with my window open. Oh but shit! I was fully lent back, and I woke up and some guy was reaching into my car. Oh, specs take note. Trying to take my stuff, but these times I think I had like a blanket or something over. But he didn't realize I was there. He didn't think I was there because my back windows are tinted, and I think I was like there. And he was kind of like, he was leaning in. He thought the car was empty. He was like <laughs> picking up my stuff. And I woke up and I was half asleep. I was like half That's in a dream. Fucked. I was like, is this a dream or is this not? But I was like, huh. <laughs> and I was like, yo, what the, what the F are you doing? Like, oh my God. And I swear to God, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, like, I think I got hold of him. Like I grabbed him while he was doing it. And he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He was like, he started making stories and stuff. He was like, I haven't got food to eat or oh, something shit. like that. He gave me some story. I haven't got food to eat or something like that. And I was like, oh. you know, it, you know, even though he might have been, he probably was lying. You know what I mean? It yeah, might have been yeah, to yeah, fuel drugs yeah. or something. Anything to get away from, from that yeah, situation. Yeah, anything to get away. I was like, oh, my heart kicked in. You know, younger me would have probably beat the hell out of him. <laughs> or would not believe that story. But I was just like, oh, like, get out of here, bruv. Do you know what I mean? I was, he was mid stealing my stuff and he didn't see me. Like, cause I was like, right. How do you wait? Like, is that how, wait, wait, is that how desperate you are to rob something? Yeah. Is that how hungry, hungry you are? Yeah. You lose, you lose so much consciousness of what's around you. He's so, <laughs> I don't think that that's what I'm saying because he looked scared when he saw me wake up. Like I woke up and I was mid, like, I was like, oh, I just got up and I was like. <laughs> was that daytime or nighttime? This was. <laughs> Like what do you call it? Twilight. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 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 just before when Will Smith has to hide in the yeah, bathtub and yeah. before they all zombies come out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hear the sirens, that's great what, movie. Yeah, great yeah. Movie, yeah. <laughs> that movie made me cry. Like, listen, let's be honest. But, yeah, very sad movie. Um, but yeah, that was that was that was a that was a weird experience. Yeah, was a weird experience. But I thought you were gonna say something about me. You're like off camera when I met this guy. Huh? I thought you were gonna speak about me, like no, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. That oh. whole situation where the camera got stolen was yeah, when I met yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The camera got stolen is is when I around the period. I can't I lie to you. That like I mean. upset me. Mm. Yeah, fully upset no, me. It upset me as well. You know what I mean? That's one of my close friends. You know, and he was like, he put a lot into that because I, I knew, I knew, I knew how it. much I was young at the yeah. time. I could, but didn't quite understand. But mm. I, I, I knew like. Yeah. That that camera meant a lot to yeah, exactly, and 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 without going into it, one thing that really upset me within that situation is that the, the the individual that was running the the show that was in charge of the short movie that we were doing didn't show no empathy and was like, "Yo, let's continue camera rolling." Like, like no, my oh, friend yeah. just lost. You know what I mean? My friend See, just back lost. then it didn't That's occur to me. You never saw me after that. That's what I'm saying. I left. I didn't come to the end of the filming. There was last oh, scenes. I didn't come. My days. Me and him never came to the to the to the um, premiere. We never, we were not involved after that because of her lack of empathy to the situation. That's why you went yeah. there at the end. Because yeah, I was, oh, oh. Yeah. because she had no empathy. Like my, my guy just lost a seven hundred pound camera, and she was like, "Oh, come back. You need to finish the scene." Like what? Like. My guys. And I remember as well, whilst we were recording, uh, yeah. he was running in and out in panic. He was like, Yeah, exactly. He was all over the so gap. During, I think it was during a scene was still being filmed. You, know what I mean? you see, back then, because I was young, I didn't understand. Like, I don't know. 
even that film, like, let's be honest, like, I made an idea and it be- became something totally That film was all you, though. It became terrible. What do you mean all me? That you came up me. with the idea. That the the con- I did the original concept. And yeah. I still think to this day the concept was a good concept. But the person that was running it made some other person write everything, write the script. She was like, oh, you mm. write the script. And then she started, like, twisting and turning. Oh, maybe this should be like this. And maybe that should be like that. And I was like... This is no longer my vision. Do you know what I mean? I had the original concept. Mm. Whatever this has become has nothing to do with me. And yeah, yeah. it didn't turn out too great. So I'm not even going to say the name of the short movie that we made because it's embarrassing, bro. Like, no, no, I feel, I feel like it's all right. Let me, let me tell them the concept, basically. You know, like David, yeah, you know, like David Attenborough, like he just yeah, films yeah. animals, right? Mm. Behaving badly. But imagine that, but with like hood rats. You have someone narrating hood rats in like in the area. But like, so da- but, but like no, David, let me, Ad- let me summarize it. It's my original concept. Don't be like the lady. Actually, no, no, do you know what? No, no, no. Do you know I'm gonna I'm, I'm delete that. Wait, wait, I'm gonna delete that bit. You some, you tell them. You should do that. You don't even need to delete that. You don't even need to do that. No, but, no, do it. It's your yeah, story. You, you, you explain cool. it. So what the original, what what the original concept was was within my head. I was like, um, I think within situations in life, we don't realize how like how animal like a lot of things that we do are mm-hmm. we see ourselves as are just these humans who are like way separated from the animal kingdom but we don't, don't realize that a lot of things that we do are very animalistic so for instance like when we try and impress like when males try and impress no. women it's like they say like you're peacocking do you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know how a peacock shows his feathers it's the male that has these pretty feathers he's trying to swoon the female peacock um you know that's an but i think there's a lot of concepts that were within the animal kingdom that we do as males you know a lot of toxic masculinity things we beat our chest like like gorillas we're trying to show that we're this and we're that a lot of things are very like animal like concepts but we don't realize that it's that Mm. and that's where the original thought came from and then i thought oh imagine that you know we've done a documentary on human interactions so specifically within you know the hood the ends and how animalistic certain things that we do how we roll like a pack how we like like a wolf pack how we we do certain things and then that came from and then there was the aspect of oh someone narrating it like a david attenborough sort of thing narrating how animalistic we are within the hood so that was the original idea, but banging concept. Into, that was a fucking it sick didn't concept. Turn into what that was I wanted it to be. Sickest concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, you know, what I mean, think about it. How much stuff we do. What's up? There's a mad yeah, concept in it. Yeah, me and Look, bro. You're still my ideas. Copyright this. You don't fucking know. You don't know about the OGs, bro. Listen, I take. I'll take. Leave the cameras. Get out. I'll take ninety percent. I'll give you ten percent. You can run it. You can run it. You can sell it to you if you want Netflix. That's you know sickest I mean? concept. Run it, sell it to Netflix. Just give me ninety percent. You will take ten percent. You know what I mean? But do you know what I think? Do you know what I think? What's this file get deleted now? No, like, do you know what I think? You, know what you mean? need, you need, about? you need a sick narrator mm. to do it. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't so keen on the guy who did it though. Do you know what the guy who did it? He's he's a hilarious guy, but he just didn't do it in the in the, in the vision that I saw it. Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. He's yeah, funny yeah. guy, lovely guy. Um, the guy that done it originally, but yeah. So I don't know. Do you like the only way that would yeah. work? Think about, think about it. specs. Eighty percent, yeah, would be the narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very simple and like very 
That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But, mm. but it has to. No, but 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 the execution. Like you need a sick narrator. You probably couldn't mm. do it back then, but now you can because on Fiverr you can find someone that does. Um, well, like you can. Actually, you can fucking on this Fiverr website, I feel like you can even find a whole <laughs> new mum and dad, bro. <laughs> you can find anything in that fucking website. <laughs> I said you can even find a narrator, I not just graphic designers and editors. You can also. Find yeah, I've <laughs> never used that actually, but. <laughs> You know what? You know what? We got we got a little we got a little team here. You know what I mean? We got. Would you actually remake it? Would you remake it? New, remake new, new title, whole new crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a crew here. Got, yeah. Do you want to do it? Should we know, do it? We got a whole short film. <laughs> you want it? Make it happen. Remember where you heard it first. Exactly. Remember where you heard it first. You know. <laughs> Listen, if I see this on Netflix yeah, yeah, one day, yeah, and yeah, then I'd I'm off to him, and I see the credits, and I see Specs, and sorry, bro, you see Specstopia, Specstopia Limited. When you see that Netflix, original, you know, you know, you see original concept by <laughs> Specstopia. No, you know how we went on go on Netflix, you see top ten, and you hear that doom, and if I see fucking animalistic, there, I'm pissed. <laughs> I see you at a red carpet. Some next guy is like playing the character, like <laughs> some big person, like some Tom Cruise or something. You're laughing at something else, isn't it? It's got intense in here. It's going to get written again by these lot. What's going to get written? Animalistic. Oh, it probably will. It's going to go through rewrites. Anyone could do better than what it first was. <laughs> I wasn't offered that. Was it offered that? I don't know. So, I all I done was came with the concept. Okay. Some other guy. So the person who was in charge of this whole project, she put some random guy in charge of the script, and he wrote something that just totally wasn't my vision. Like he, to be really honest, he wasn't from a similar environment that i grew up in and his vision was something totally else and then her vision was something to it became something else you yeah, know what i mean so you would probably do a lot better and i'd give you 0.5 percent for that you know what i mean <laughs> but remember we were very young and we were beginners as well so yeah, that's that's yeah, when i was actually yeah, fully introduced yeah. to filmmaking as well yeah, that was yeah. my first time actually working with the crew mm. Concept was great. The execution was it was alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was we were beginners, we were mm. we were very young as well. Yeah, true, yeah. I'm a concept man, man. I come up with a lot of concepts. I, I remember what you had said when your inspirations were like Will Ferrell, I remember all that all of that. Oh you yeah, yeah. I remember that. When you're giving Will your little Ferrell, speech about the concept, you're like, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Will Ferrell and I swear you got good memory. God damn, yeah, Will Ferrell, that's one of my comedic Yeah, yeah, guys, one of your favorite yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was one of your big biggest inspirations, that's what yeah, I remember yeah, you saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, in terms of movie wise, is one of my favorites of acting comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my, my comedy inspiration in general, mm. Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Elite. Elite, elite, elite. I've seen. I saw him live, and I literally did no word of a lie. I, when I left, my jaw was hurting. My jaw was in pain. I laughed so. Did much you see him at live at the Apollo recently? Nah, this was when he first came back. So he had done a hiatus oh. for years. And he first came back and then he came to Hammersmith. This was a few years ago. Mm. And I saw him there and, uh, mate, my jaw was hurting. Like, I saw him live at the Apollo recently. Comedian. 
Oh, you saw him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I think I, I, think I saw it on your yeah, social yeah, media yeah, and yeah. I was slightly jealous still. Slightly jealous. <laughs> no, uh, but, but, but my debit card wasn't jealous, so I'll tell you that now. <laughs> it was so money expensive. Man. All right, money, man. I see your watch. <laughs> Tuck that away. <laughs> no, it was like... The circle seats it was like a hundred pounds. All right, yeah, yeah. rub it in, rub it in. I just no, 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 that's, that's too my much for me. Hero. No, 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 no. <laughs> for, for for one hour stand up, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's too you much for Dave me. Chappelle, man. I is, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, it was worth it just for for the experience. It's it was, Chappelle, it was, it was worth it to me. That's the that's the king of comedy to me personally. You know what I, mean? I don't think he's like a real human being. How is this yeah. guy so funny? Yeah. He's it's, not it's real. About him, he's so. not real. Yeah. He's not real. How can someone be that funny? He's not real. He's and, not it, and, real. It, and it's natural. Do you know what it is? Yeah, yeah. Some people are naturally just funny without, they don't need scripts. They don't need, they're just naturally funny people mm. that are also in comedy. But then you get some people who are just good at, let's say comedy or acting or da, 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 but outside they're not funny. But you could just tell with Dave Chappelle, he's naturally just a funny, his freestyles are hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, me and you, you know, we both have worked with some comedic organizations and we know a lot of people within the comedic industry that, you know, are just naturally funny people, you know what I mean? Because me and you have interacted with them behind the scenes. Mm. Like, let me give you, for example, one that I'm really so happy to see how well they've done is Moda Comedian. I've seen oh. Moda Comedian before he's he had got any of this stuff. And every time I used to see Mo, I used to be like, you, you deserve to be way big you deserve to be global like you your your level of comedy deserves was to be he... way bigger he was grinding for years people mm. don't realize he was grinding for years i've i've seen monkey median perform in a in a in a pub with 10 people but he I mean? but, but it wasn't instagram that got him popular though it was it was instagram well, was instagram he... oh, okay but you, I, I heard he was a presenter before that correct me if i'm wrong that's what, maybe instagram instagram gave him a level. boost but no, Instagram took him to another level. Okay, cool. The okay, whole okay, like okay. Julie, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's like Barbados. Yeah. That whole thing took him to another level. Do you mm. know what I mean? But like, like him and his little Julie tunes, yeah, 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 yeah. the little remixes, yeah. the, the old but, school garage, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to bring it back to summarize, he is a hilarious guy. If you yeah. meet him in general, like if you if he just chats to you and he tells you about a story about his day yesterday, mm. you'll be laughing. Like he's a hilarious person in general. Some of these people just naturally gifted comedically. And they can transition in both, you know what I mean? They can mm -hmm. do well on the stage, in movies, but they're naturally gifted funny. Mm. Some people are just good actors in comedy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, big up, big up moment. I remember yeah, even good. when I started Instagram, when I, when I first joined, he was like everywhere. Mm -hmm. He was like the, one of the first comedians I saw online. Yeah, the yeah. The OG, he's almost like the PewDiePie of YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But you know it is? Like, this is like in a general sense, yeah? Like, this is one thing that me and a few of my friends who have been in, for instance, music for a long time. So I work with a lot of musicians. A lot of my friends are in music. I grew up around studio musicians and all of that. But one word that we use for a lot of musicians that have been in the game for a long time and are prepared for the big stage, are prepared for big things, we call them seasoned. Like, you're a, it's, that's a seasoned artist. Mm. You understand? Like, when he jumps on stage, he knows how to handle a crowd. He knows how to speak to a mic. He knows the, the, the season. They're ready yeah. for it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, that Born type of thing transitions into other aspects. Comedians. There's seasoned comedians that are just ready for the live. Like, they've been doing this game for a long time. You know, they've been doing shows with 20, 30 people. They've done shows with hundreds. They've done the... Mm. They're seasoned comedians. They're ready for the big stage. Someone like Mo. 
he's a seasoned comedian. He started off with the smaller stuff. He knows he's had heckles. He's had this. He's had that. He was ready for now. Look, recently he done O2. Like he sold out O2. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's a seasoned comedian. If you had someone who was suddenly funny on Instagram this year and then you put him on an O2 stage, they probably wouldn't know what they're doing. They might mm. be funny on Instagram. They won't be ready. They're not seasoned. You know what I mean? I feel like you're still big on comedy. Do you still write? Me? Yeah. Not really. I, ha- I always have concepts. I'm a creative yeah. person. I always have con- concept. But I don't. I feel like if you actually sat down and wrote something, you might actually come up with a banging concept. I feel like you're good with that. I have some concepts. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. What we'll specs? We'll speak to specs. Cool specs. Ninety nine point five percent mine. Zero point five percent you. And 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 Amir gets no, Amir be... gets some um, uh, travel and lunch. <laughs> oh my days! Did we even get that at fucking Paddington? <laughs> did we? I don't even remember. I don't think we did. Were we fed? No, were we fed? I don't even remember. Yo, we, we go. We go. Go back to them, man. Were we fed? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. And they probably had mad funding as well. Yeah, but let's not go into all. Of yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of corruption within these projects and these youth. What you told me earlier, I'm not gonna go off camera, but I will speak about it. That's yeah, that yeah. shocked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was young at the time. Yeah, didn't even realize. Yeah, no wonder I didn't see you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, fuck them. Yeah, are you allowed to swear in this? Of course. Oh, fuck, fuck any fuck. <laughs> so I didn't know, bro. I didn't know. No, you can swear if you I'm want. A, I, I swear a lot, and I've been holding myself back a until lot. I reach uh, a thousand subscribers. Fuck? Then I will start bleeping swear words. Oh, okay. A uh, thousand. That's when you start monetization. Oh wait, can you so wait? You can start getting peas once you get uh when you reach a thousand subs. Okay, but if you you can be demonetized for swearing. Yeah, well, I guess you certain brands. Get, yeah, certain brands don't want to be associated with swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if an well, ad, fuck them, <laughs> fuck them brands. Hey, no, for I, now, for now, until you get a thousand. I, I actually did need my sponsorship. Please do not listen to him. <laughs> I am hungry right now. Okay, I need my my bread butter. Tuck your tuck your watch away. Tuck your watch is showing. This slightly. was yes. actually handmade you know, in you know. uh, Baghdad. You're not you're not <laughs> selling the, the I'm hungry too well right now with that watch and that and that, sh- that nice shirt and that, and that nice hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I love in life is just like is 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 natural and real you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, me yeah. and you now we're just having a natural conversation like usually I'm i panic is. i panic oh, I, I never plan my oh, podcast okay. yeah, yeah. i always say it's a breeze i know like yeah, yeah. i learned that from months mm-hmm. Monque. Yeah, yeah do you know the comedian Monque. Monque. so yeah, that you guy me about him man he's he's, he's just sick so he his strategy yeah. is when he because you know he has a lot mm-hmm. of people in his sketches yeah yeah do you know what his secret is mm-hmm. don't give them the script or tell them what the role is going to be tell them on the day of filming mm-hmm. That's a very good concept because a lot of things are naturally After he said on. that, yeah. After he said that, on my podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. let it be a breeze on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if he gives me a script, I'll be overthinking too much. That. Am Do I saying it is? right? Am I? People aren't as, as, I don't know if it's the right word, thickle. People aren't as thickle as you think. Like they can yeah. tell when something's forced, mm. when something's scripted or when something's unnatural. Do you know yep. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people appreciate realness. Like me, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to, I watch a lot of like, um, discussions, for instance, like one of my favorite mm-hmm. podcasts is obviously one of the biggest one, Joe Rogan, and you can just see that he's just a he's just a real guy. Mm. Whether whether or not you agree or disagree with his is his opinions, yeah, you can tell 
that he's he's giving his genuine opinion. Mm. He's not forcing it. It's not script. He's just a guy having a discussion with people from all walks of life. Whether statement comes up, your it's natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of forced stuff these days, and there's a lot of like um, you know, I don't know, fake pranks or fake this or forced this or scripted this, does, or scripted that. Does this podcast I mean? feel forced? Clearly not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, amazing. Good, good. <laughs> Wait, That's shall I read the script first? <laughs> Wait, script says. Sorry, script says no. Page three, <laughs> page three or section five. Yeah. So nah. Do you know what I mean? I just like I just like having a natural, real conversation yeah, with yeah, people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's been such a chill podcast, man. Yeah, yeah I appreciate. Yeah. It. Sorry if. It wasn't comedic. No, enough. no, 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 no. Do you know what it is? People not like to laugh. You know what I mean? No, and no, I no. Like we had laugh. some good, good, you know good stuff mean? in there, man. And Don't I've worry. I spoke about a lot of deep stuff today. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. Do you know what? Keep this in there as well. Yeah, I've I've spoke about a lot of deep subjects in this, and um, another deep subject is that you know specifically within this time. Well, throughout history, you know, males don't like to talk about the situation that they're going through. Yeah. Um, you know, when discussing deep subjects. You know, I just want to remind people that, you know, there's help out there. Speak about things. Be open. Be Don't suffer in silence. You know, not just males. You know, of mm. course, females go through a lot of things as well. I discussed some, some deep subjects today. I'm normally a person that likes, you know, my life, the way that I see my life is that I'm like 50% banter and I'm 50% serious. Even the stuff that I watch, I'm either watching deep documentaries or I'm watching comedies that make me laugh my ass off, you know what I mean? But... You know, when discussing the deeper subjects, just people, there's help out there. Whatever you're going through, you know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? If it's depression, if it's self-harm, if it's whatever it is, there's help out there. Like, just don't suffer in silence, you know what I mean? There's people out there. Like, just, I'm just, I'm just putting this no, disclaimer. No, 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 it's a good way to wrap up, man. I know it's a bit No, 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 it's a good way to wrap up, don't worry. But people, a lot of people suffer yeah. in silence and yeah, they yeah, may yeah. listen to certain Tell things. Them. And mm. they may just, like... You know, continue to suffer inside. They may be like, "Oh, I've been through that," or I've, mm. "I've I've suffered from that," but they won't reach out to nobody. Do you know, what I mean, and even if you're not willing to reach out to an organization or something, reach out to someone that you trust that you can speak to. You know, what I mean, like that's just something I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, no, no, to, 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 it's to, good to message. A good message I don't to like end to, on. I don't like to leave people with a yeah, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a in a bad note because things do get better. You know, what I mean, no matter what you've been through. You know, what I mean, I'm here, I'm here, you're here. We've all got a story. We've all been through stuff. You know I mean, I say you know what I mean. No, like, yeah, 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 no, no. My words. no, I mean, not a lot of British, British people say that. You know what I mean. Man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. That's yeah. a good way to end the message as well. Yeah. Um, anywhere to reach for like, the youth centers and stuff. Any information or anything that people are suffering with, anything they can come to you and contact. Um, I mean, I'm not the expert in anything. But, yeah, 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 but, but signposting. Yeah, like in terms of like, I don't know if you can put in the link maybe a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, maybe, yeah. Okay, cool. Like in the link. My friend over here is going to put, you know... Um, hopefully he does few, reach out to a few people. Hopefully a few general things, you know, there's Samaritans, there's things like that, you know what I mean? Because I've discussed some deep subjects. We have discussed some deep subjects today. You know, th- as I said, don't suffer in silence and there'll be people that are, that, that are willing to help you, you know what I mean? Uh, if you if you do get hold of me somehow, I'm always willing to help people. That's that's just my in my nature. And there's a lot of people that have yeah. that same thing, you know what I mean, that care, you know, like, like, like my friend over here. I... You know, real recognize real, and I only keep real people around me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I appreciate. It. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on, man. No I appreciate. It. Yeah. Big up the director, cameraman. Big up with the behind the Entour- scenes. Entourage. The entourage. The uh, uh, groupies. The groupies. <laughs> I appreciate. It. Uh, thank you so much, bro. Thank you so no much, worries, bro. Love you. Yeah.